Hello, and welcome to the recap by Dive Collective. Over the next few minutes, we're going to hit the highlights of the last week's reading from our reading plan. Annika and I, and sometimes Kelly, are excited to invite you along as we read through the Bible together. You can find our reading plan at divecollective.org. It's a free download when you sign up for our newsletter. We know some love the accountability of a checklist, while others thrive from the freedom to join in whenever your schedule allows. The recap is intended to meet all of those needs. So whichever category you fit into, just know we're excited to have you here with us today. Welcome back to the recap. It's the December 26th episode. We are still in Second Chronicles, we are in Zechariah, and we are in Revelation. It is Christmas week. We're going to keep it short, give you our favorite highlights and our biggest thoughts, and then we're going to sign off, and we hope that you have an awesome Christmas. You have like your one takeaway thing? I didn't. I do. I'm hoping yours is from Revelation. Mine's not going to touch on Revelation. I... I'm really annoyed with Revelation. I'll be honest. I just was like, why? Why is this even? I'm really frustrated about it. And I don't know if that's a good thing. It's probably not a good thing. What do we read in Revelation? I don't know if I took any notes. I just am like, this is, what is this? (laughs) This was just interesting. Okay, so you know how like we always talk about the 144,000? Uh-huh. I equate that in my mind, or I, when I think of that, I think of like the remnant, like when it talks about the remnant, mm-hmm. but that is, they're all virgins and they're all men. That was like this thing that I'm like, oh, well, that's not what I thought it was. I just like generally everything I'm reading in Revelation, I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah. It's so weird. Nope. I got nothing. Like not a single note. Mm-hmm. I really was just annoyed when I was reading it. We were editing and a guy that was on the work crew came into the office, Pete's office. And he was like, cause Pete was giving him a Christmas gift. And he goes, you know, if you have time, I have like a Bible question for you. I'm reading through revelation. And Pete's like, oh, I don't know if I'll have answers. Stop right there. About it. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the reasons I'm frustrated is because I'm still reading this from like a dispensational perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm reading this and I'm reading it as this equals this. And this means this, and this is a, this giant beast with 27 heads and 11 horns is going to show up. You know what I mean? Like that. Yes. And I'm reading it that way. But in my head, I'm like, that's not, that can't possibly, that can't possibly be what it is. But I they don't actually believe that a beast is going to come with, well, horns? I'm just pulling out random things. I mean, it talk, no, but like, like dispensationalists believe that well, it's actually a real beast. I, I, it feels I'm. It's possible that I'm like just really clueless in general. But oh. a lot of this is much more literal, like the bull, all the judgments, and the way that they get poured out, and that mm-hmm. it's like specific. It's a time period, and it's like I don't. Mm-hmm. It just feels like as I'm reading it. That is frustrating for me. Like I'm reading it that way and I'm like, no, that's not right. And so then I'm trying to find (laughs) like, well, this could be happening now. You know what I mean? But you don't want to be saying, but you don't want to be saying, no, that's not right. Because it could be right. And I do. Like you want to be able to look at it from another perspective. Right. You're trying to look at it from another perspective. Yes. And I really, really care about accuracy. 
So I'm reading this book and I don't know how to make it accurate. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, <laughs> yeah. there's none of this. I'm going to include this. Can I do this? This is so good. Maybe. It's so good. It's so honest. Yeah. It's brutally honest. If I like boil all of it down, mm-hmm. part of it is I really just have no idea. It's been mm-hmm. a really long time since I've studied Revelation or listened to any teaching on Revelation or, I mean, I kind of mm-hmm. dug into it that year when we were in Gitmo and I was like, what the heck is going on? But barely scratched the surface and I didn't get to a point where I found any answers that satisfied me. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And there's the fact that I'm reading it and I'm like, this can't possibly, these are visions. He's being taken away in the spirit. Like this is, this can't be literal, but what if I'm wrong? And it is <laughs> like, I, there's just so yes. much, there's just, there's so many questions. And like, I, I think my, you're putting into words the, the struggle that anybody has who cares about accuracy yeah. with revelation and I definitely yeah. think that Revelation is definitely a book that I I don't feel comfortable coming to on my own to study deeply. Right. I definitely feel like I would, because we were, I don't know if you left this in from last week's, but like when we were talking about hermeneutics, I feel like that's like where I have to start is to figure out where I land on how I think the Bible needs to be approached anyway, and how that spreads yeah. out over the different genres. And then that gives me like a framework for in- interpreting this prophetic. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not there. I'm like frustrated that I'm not there, but I'm also, do I really want to go there? I don't know. Yeah. Reading Revelation this year has been frustrating. I just have found myself annoyed, which is probably not the best place to be when you're reading the Bible. But I think that is, um, even if that is your only takeaway from this week's reading, I think it's incredibly valuable and good. It definitely makes me, I'm starting to feel like drawn back into that project that I didn't finish before. There are some books that I started reading and some stuff I started kind of digging into that then I got sidetracked and I kind of want to revisit it. Yeah. So that's... I would actually like you to too. I'm commissioning you. Figure out Revelation. Sure, I'll get <laughs> right me. on that. That'd be great. Happy New Year. We have one more episode coming up for 2020 and then we start 2021 and I just wanted to come on real quick and remind you and let you know that we have a Bible reading plan challenge coming up in 2021. We'll be hosting it on our new network, which you can find at members.divecollective.org. On that network, we're going to be hosting the Bible reading plan challenge where you can go through the Bible in one year. And we say go through rather than read through. Because while you will be reading along with us, if you fall behind or if you want to stay caught up through the recap episodes, that's an option too. We'll have um, awards and prizes all throughout the year as incentives to keep up with us. We would love to have all of these voices all surrounding scriptures throughout 2021. It's an easy way to stay connected without having to do the in-depth Bible study that we do in our dive studies. And of course, some of you may want to do both. All right, I'll let you get back to this week's recap episode. For me, I really loved reading Second Chronicles, looking at specifically Judah's kings. I really liked that they really focus on Judah's kings instead of mm-hmm. all the kings. And so you can kind of see the way they pull that thread 
There was a moment in the Second Chronicles reading this week where you, it said before we saw in First Ki- or Second Kings that they hid the king in the temple so that mm-hmm. he wouldn't because the mom took over and killed everybody. This and reigned as queen for a while and reigned as queen for like Which seven years. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this kid was uh, raised in the temple by the priest. They kept him hidden. And it specifically said in Second Chronicles, which it didn't before, is that like they had done it because God promised to keep a king in the line of David. And so they were basically like, here's the king. And then they made this plan, a huge plan for taking the kingdom back and the coronation and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so he reigns as king. And I just kind of love that thread of like God's faithfulness and that correlation between man's faithfulness they were faithful to keep this king because of god's promise but again god's promise and his sovereignty in keeping this king and the line of david going you know like mm-hmm. those two things working together was really pretty neat but i really loved you really see in second chronicles this um partnership between priests and kings the kings became who they were and often followed god according to the priest or the uh, Levite who was leading them or pastoring mm-hmm. them. In fact, one of the priests was called a pastor. One of, I think it was Uzziah's. Uzziah actually had a pastor, which was one of the priests that like kind of led him in the ways of God. And he was kind of one of the more faithful Kings because of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. It makes me want to know what that sounds like and a Peterson. And it makes me want to see what the, right. Yeah. Let me see. Um, chapter 26 is where it talks about Uzziah. Okay. Verses three through five, it says he was well-trained by his pastor and teacher Zechariah to live in reverent obedience before God. And for as long as Zechariah lived, Uzziah lived a godly life. Yep. That's interesting. I didn't even notice. Like it's, he doesn't, he is a priest. Mine says the teacher of the fear of God, Mm. which I noticed that like the, the fear of God is what stuck out to me, but yeah. Mm Anyway, so just this correlation between kings and priests, I love that. And so then when I was reading Zechariah, what, whose name comes up in like three different people in Second Chronicles? Yes, different not people. Not the same Zechariah. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, but then reading Zechariah in chapter six, the branch, a man named Branch. I love this so much. It says, Zechariah is prophesying. He says, a message from God of the angel armies, be alert. We have a man here whose name is Branch. He will branch out from where he is and build a temple of God, build the temple of God. Yes, he's the one. He'll build the temple of God. Then he'll assume the role of royalty, take his place on the throne and rule a priest sitting on the throne. That's like separate from everything else. It's kind of like hashed off a priest sitting on the throne, exclamation point, showing that king and priest can coexist in harmony. Hmm. Not just coexist in harmony, but like, like they are one, like Jesus mm-hmm. will be like, Jesus is the branch. This is definitely messianic. Mm-hmm. And um, I think in light of the Prince of Peace article, talking about the coming kingdom that we're waiting for when he is priest and king and, and king. reigning mm-hmm. and ruling, and he will be both on the throne. He will be at once everlasting father, mighty God, Prince of Peace. Wonderful counselor. Wonderful counselor. Yes. I just really love that picture so much. The other crown will be in the temple of God as a symbol of royalty under the custodial care of Helen, Tobiah, Jedediah. Then it gets into this. Okay. Who's what, where are we? <laughs> are we in the mm-hmm. new temple or are we back in the new temple? Yes. Um, and that's the problem with prophets. <laughs> right. <laughs> and revelation. Yes. And re- yes. That's where I think that's to go back to what I was 
reading Revelation and the prophets together. Mm-hmm. Those are like I've said before, like, yeah, like those, are, that's the part of the Bible that I feel like I have zero handle on. Yes. Like, I feel like in some ways I wish I was coming to it with a blank slate mm-hmm. because I feel like in some ways it would be easier for me to just like read it and think through it or like mm-hmm. other people, how they've thought through it. But because I'm coming to it with incomplete, like I don't mm-hmm. remember all the things that I've been taught. So I'm like pulling bits and pieces and it's not, none of it feels accurate and it's yeah. making me crazy. I just, <laughs> and that's, I think where I, I think that's why I, you know, that stuff, I let go a little more easily. Mm-hmm but I also really love finding threads, right? So like mm-hmm. wherever I see a thread, it just excites me. And so when mm-hmm. I was looking, when I'm in second Chronicles and I'm just immersed in this relationship and partnership and animosity between Kings and priests, as they're trying mm-hmm. to navigate kingdom and worship together, you know, you see it so beautifully in Hezekiah, but also mm-hmm. Uzziah, like the way that they just called the people back to worship and thinking like how beautiful that repentant worship was. But anyway, that partnership between Kings and priests, and then to see Zechariah in chapter six, say it, there's a time coming where King and priest will be the same Mm -hmm. and there won't be animosity. And there won't be this weird dance of trying to figure out how to be a kingdom and worshipers. It will be a kingdom of worshipers Mm -hmm. is what, that's what we have to look forward to. Um, And really you can pull that thread all the way through to revelation too, because like if there's a thread I'm pulling out, it's in amongst all of the other things that I can't wrap my head around. It's the fact that like Jesus is coming to reign Mm -hmm. and he will be worshiped. That's it. And the zeal of the Lord of God of armies. Yeah. Yes. I love it so much. For this Christmas episode, I really wanted to pull out one awesome thread. And then just wish everybody a Merry Christmas. It's been such a good year. We have big changes that we're making that our community knows about. And as we've got everybody mostly moved over to our new network and new community and we're interacting and getting that going, but we're looking forward to January and preparing worksheets and devotions Mm -hmm. and Bible study. I'm just excited about what the new year is going to bring, but I honestly, that Advent meeting when all those faces showed Mm -hmm. up to be together, to talk about our coming King, that was, and I feel like the way that we did Advent, the passages that we picked, the passages that God gave us to study were so Mm -hmm. rich and meaningful for that thread of the Israelites waiting, Jesus coming and us waiting. Like it Mm -hmm. just was so perfectly laid out. And I feel like my heart is just really in a good, this is probably the first real Christmas where I am like, I feel like I'm kind of sitting in the middle of it. Like I I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also the first Christmas that we've been dealing with COVID and have time to sit. (laughs) Yeah. And have such a weird in the middle of it. Yeah. And, and a motivation to be waiting anxiously for them. Yeah. (laughs) For the King to come again. Yes. I feel like I've, I haven't ever been so like, okay, Jesus. Now's a great time. Yeah. Yep. Any last thoughts? What are you most excited about for the new year? Well, the Bible reading plan has been my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. This, this is 
my favorite thing that I do with Dive Collective. And it's probably because I haven't listened to the podcast. That would maybe change <laughs> if I heard myself talking. But I love this. And so I'm looking forward to having hopefully more people come along with us while we do it. Yes. It's always fun to get out a fresh Bible, which I have really mixed feelings about that because I've gone through this one, not all of it, but like chunks of it multiple. Well, I've gone through all of it once and then I've gone through other chunks of it like multiple times. Mm -hmm. And so I'm kind of sad to move away from it. And I also don't know what I'm going to switch to yet. I thought you were going to do the message. I know I have one and that's what I'm leaning towards, but I, I just am afraid I'm going to miss. Although if I'm, if we're back in Genesis and yeah. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense for me to do the message. That's, that's my current top choice, I think, but I've kind of waffled a little bit, but yeah, this, I'm excited to just like jump in and do it all over again. This yeah. plan thing. If you enjoyed this discussion and maybe you're wondering how to get more highlights out of your own scripture reading, you might be interested in joining our in-depth dive studies where we model our process of inductive Bible study. You can find out more at divecollective.org under the studies tab. And we will see you next week.